Well, any hurricane you can walk away from is a good one, wouldn't you say? Yes, sir. But let's get the weekend started. And that means it's time for Ask the Preacher, your chance to have your Bible questions answered. And it's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Ask the preacher, and John Freed survived too. Yes, I did, and I'm happy to be on the air with my fellow Lakelanders, uh, Polk Countyans, Central Floridians, Floridians, and um, and all the rest. I tell you what, there's a there's much to talk about, and uh, we have a, a great program for you for the next hour. Uh, go ahead and post on social media, send out a few text messages during this hour right here on Talk 1430. Uh, we will have some uh, some some very knowledgeable people in our city and in our county. Um, in just a moment, I'll I'll introduce uh, Miss Sarah Roberts McCarley. Uh, she is from the City of Lakeland Commission, and uh, she is filling in as mayor. Well, she's not filling in as mayor pro tem. I guess you'd say she's filling in as Mayor. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, we are expecting a call potentially from Miss Nelson. We've had some scheduling conflicts on that one. She is the Polk County Emergency Operations Center Communications Director. Uh, should be hearing from her. We'll be hearing um, from the, the, the city of Lakeland, the electric department, and then also giving you some information uh, from FEMA as to um, some resources that will be available to you um, right right away and how you can uh, tap into those things. And then some of my personal views on the storm, on recovery efforts, um, being thankful and yet also praying for those that uh, didn't have such a great outcome as we did in many places here in Lakeland. Um, but as to uh, not waste any time and in great appreciation, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome Miss Sarah Roberts McCarley to the Ask the Preacher program. Hello, Miss McCarley. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you, Pastor Freed? I am very good. I thank you so very much for taking some time out of your very busy schedule right now um, to come on the air, and hopefully you will be able to offer uh, some good information to Lakelanders as well as uh, not just not just great information, but some comfort as well. So uh, tell us real quick, what is Mayor Pro Tem? Well, um, basically, my colleagues elect uh, a mayor pro tem after, you know, the election of new commissioners. And for the last couple of years, I've been very honored that they elected me as mayor pro tem, which is like a vice mayor, um, you know, where you step in. I run meetings when our, when Mayor Mutz isn't available or, you know, might not be, a, be able to be at a meeting. and Or if he has to, you know, run out of a meeting, I'll take over the the structure of the meeting, but uh, so during we this, basically work in tandem. Yeah, so during these last few days during this storm, uh, you were acting mayor, correct? Um, well, yeah, Mayor Pro Tem. I've, I've, I've been in touch with our city staff really regularly and tried to provide them, you know, any support that I can. They're doing an amazing job, but yes. So, you know, on Monday afternoon into Tuesday morning, we had to have emergency declaration. So I, I signed off on that. If the mayor were here, he would have been able to do that. But it just is a stopgap to to help out, make sure everything keeps running smoothly. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I wanted to uh, get clarification on that for the listeners, so they know that um, uh, you're not just uh, somebody that sits in a dark corner of the room. You are uh, very aware of what's going on in the city, especially during these last several days as this uh, storm passed by us. And and if I may so say, I have um, very uh, well, really, I, I don't know that I've ever been um, disappointed in Lakeland's um, 
management of these types of things. Polk County has always done an excellent job. And so kudos to you and and the team. And I know that uh, there's much of the team that has been doing this for many more years. You're you're an elected official, so your term uh, comes and goes. But there are some of these mm-hmm. um, hired personnel that have been here for a long time, and they really know what they're doing. Could you tell us a, of, of a few um, divisions, if you will, um, and and what's going on to and uh, with forethought? And then also some of the afterthought of, of the storm. Sure. Well, I have to give kudos to our entire staff. Um, there were so many lessons learned from Hurricane Irma back in 2017. And I think they've really applied um, what worked and what didn't work in that go around, you know, to how they planned and anticipated um, having another storm come through. So this week, I feel like they were really prepared in a lot of ways. And some of the departments that this is pertinent to is obviously like an electric or utility, um, which is a municipal owned utility. That team is amazing and has done just a really Herculean job. I know not everybody has power yet, but they are working as fast as they can. Um, Also, our water system is operating right now in normal condition. We had some repairs that had to occur yesterday. And then um, wastewater, which is a big deal to people. You want to be able to get rid of your your wastewater uh, efficiently. Um, our pump stations are operating with generators right now, and then once all the electric is restored, of course, Lakeland Electric is working on that with the wastewater teams to get everything up and running. Um, we still have transportation issues where there are some flashing signal intersections waiting mm-hmm. for some repairs. That's a really important job, and it's a public safety issue. And just as a reminder, if you come up to an intersection that's flashing or oh, is not yes, operable, this is good, folks. It. Pay pay attention to this. Say this nice and clearly yeah. because there's so many problems out there. So, yeah, if you have a flashing light or a light that's not working appropriately at an intersection, you treat it as a four-way stop. And the best way I can explain that is we take turns. We stop, and if whatever, when we get there, you know, we defer to the right, the next right um, angle, and make sure that that next person is going and, and take turns at the stop. We don't just breeze through those, those lights that aren't working right. So if they're flashing yellow, we still stop. Um, and we Do you for real? You like still stop at a stop. yellow? Yeah, out of yellow because you, you need to in a flashing situation. Um, it, I know normally that's a yield, but um, we need to be very cautious and go through there slowly, If you know, just to be very, very careful. And if it's red, we stop, or if it's not working at all, we stop. Definitely, and, if it's not working at all. There. Yesterday, I, I uh, went down towards Alturas to take uh, generators to some people, and um, going down through Bartow, Bartow having much more, uh, that, you know, farther yes. south in Lakeland towards Mulberry, over in towards Bartow as well, uh, much more impact mm-hmm. from the storm, especially with electric lines down, um, uh, traffic signals being out. Noticed a lot of problems, even some very large, vicious-looking accidents. Uh, so I, yeah. I hope uh, there were no major injuries there, but there were several fire trucks, several ambulance, so likely some some real problems there. Um, I, I, I'm, we're yeah. we're expecting some some phone calls from different people uh, later on today to talk about uh, where the city is with electric and where the county is with uh, uh, cleanup services and, and that type of stuff. But right. uh, Miss McCarley, can you tell us what what do you see from the city perspective, where uh, notoriously people are unprepared for storms, no matter what type of warnings are, are given? Well, I think um, this is. One of those times, that, and, you know, I'm a native Floridian, so, you know, like you, I'm sure I I, I remember the 2004 um, hurricane season where we were just 
really hammered Polk County, you know, four different times. So I think where people maybe aren't as prepared mentally and emotionally sometimes, it's about it's about this power being out for a while, like anticipating that you're you're not going to have power. Um, and actually, our teams are working. This is so much quicker, I think, than 04 or even Irma getting back online. And again, I know not everybody's online yet, um, but we're really today's really day two of restoration um, and it can take up to five or seven you know historically it's been longer um, we're looking at trying to have everybody up and running from day to day five if we can and I know that our lake electric person is going to be a little bit more clear about that but I think anticipating you know preparing for the worst but expecting the best type of attitude when you're prepping for a hurricane personally I can tell you that my parents taught me I you know put water in a bathtub you can still flush your toilets if, if Something with the water system goes down. Yeah. Um, we, I pack ice in my freezer to try to maintain my food um, ahead of a storm and keep a lot of ice in that um, before looking for ice at a grocery store. You know, just making it yourself, getting it from your fridge and bagging it and throwing it in the freezer to keep everything cold. So being prepared in those regards are really, really important. And understanding, too, that as much as we all want to get out and look around, it's not, as you just mentioned, like in Bartow, it's not safe um, when there are still lights that are out. And it causes crews that would normally be doing restoration to have to focus their energy on emergent activities that happen because we were all out and about. And so I think that's another thing that we need to be cognizant of and prepared for and considerate of our neighbors, right? Like yeah, yeah. there are people that, you know, without power who have health needs, and we'd rather those kind of resources be geared in, in the absolute necessary places and not in a place where we could have stayed home and not had an accident. Right, for sure, for sure. Um, well, uh, Ms. McCarley, we're going to have to take a break here. If you are able to stay on the line, that'd be great. And then sure. when we come back, Ms. Catherine Lacey with Lakeland Electric will join us um, all the way until about 5.30. And then we have some other things after that. So, folks, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. Uh, our phone lines are open, but I'll introduce that number at the end of the show. We have some important guests today. We want to make sure we hear what they have to say. Stay tuned. Uh, but now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher this Friday afternoon. It's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John. Thanks for joining us today. Another episode of Ask the Preacher every Friday here on this station, Talk 96.7. And um, today we, uh, well, if, if you don't know, Central Florida has experienced a hurricane passed by us. And uh, so on the phone with us today, Miss Sarah Roberts McCarley has been for the first segment of the show, and we'll continue down to the bottom of the hour. And uh, we thank you for being here with us, uh, Miss McCarley, um, Mayor Pro Tem of the City of Lakeland. And then joining us uh, now for this segment is Miss Catherine Lacey with Lakeland Electric. Hello, Miss Lacey. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad both of you can join us. Um, if I might just so ask real quick on a personal note, Miss um, McCarley, how did you and your family fare with the storm? Well, thank you for asking. We we did well. We um, hunkered down. Some neighbors had a tree fall in their house, so they rode out the storm with us. Um, but we, we've done pretty well. That's wonderful. Thanks you opened your, your home to neighbors. That's fantastic. Um, Miss Lacey, how, are, how did you and your family fare with the storm? You know, we were very lucky. Uh, my family and our homes are all doing well today. Uh, we're very happy because uh, during Hurricane Irma, we were out of power for about 12 days. So it was 
nice to be on the other end of that this time around. So both of you, each of you used a term that um, just me personally, um, I, I love to emphasize during storm times. Miss McCarley, you said hunker down. I think Floridians coined that phrase. I don't know where it comes from, but <laughs> hunker down. That's what we do during hurricanes. We hunker down. And um, and then Miss Lacey, I, I just pick on you a moment with uh, with the electrical term of, um, you know, we lost power. And so around our church, we always tell everybody, no, you never lost power. Jesus said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Um, but you did lose electricity. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I thank love that. Yeah, so thank God. We always have power. Electricity sure is nice, though. It sure is wonderful. So, Miss Lacey, uh, tell us your position with the City of Lakeland Electric. I am the Utility Marketing Manager for Lakeland Electric. All right, so we won't find you up in a bucket truck fixing our power lines, um, but you know what's going on out there right now. Absolutely. All I try to do is share the facts and the stories of the hard-working men and women here at Lakeland Electric out there trying to restore power. They definitely are working hard. I tell you what is happening very, very fast. Um, we have learned to ask people before bringing out generators. So our, our church, we do a lot of uh, help and efforts after these types of events. So we've learned to ask people, uh, do you see electric crews up or down your street within about a half a mile of your house? If they say yes, I'm not bringing, generally speaking, I'm not bringing a generator to them because it's only a matter of moments until you guys restore the power. Can you tell us uh, about how many people do you estimate Lakeland Electric customers have lost power during the storm, and how quickly are you, uh, your crews, restoring the power, electricity? Immediately following the hurricane, we had 63,500 customers without power, and today we are already down to 21,000 customers. Wow. So we expect to see that number continue to go down today. Our crews are going to work until uh, the very last moments of daylight, um, and, and then they'll be back out at dawn. We find that it's just much safer for our crews oh, yes. if they don't work at night out with all the debris and unknown. And also, it's a lot faster when they work in the daylight. So we get them all rested up at night so that they can be back out and be their most efficient at daylight. Great. That's very wise. Miss McCarley, you said during the first segment there, um, you mentioned that, you know, this is only day two uh, of, of the storm being gone past us. And so it is amazing how fast the recovery is. That's impressive to me, Miss Lacey. 63,000 down to 21,000. Now, it still seems like a lot, 21,000 people without electricity. But uh, things are coming online very, very quickly. Uh, what are some of the um, the spots that you guys know that it'll take maybe another day, two days? What, what's the picture going from here on out? So our best estimate is that all customers will have their power restored in the next three to four days. That's wonderful. You know, at first we thought that there was a really heavy area um, that had a lot of damage. We were able to bring Christina back on, um, and I know there's still some spotted outages there, but uh, the majority are back on there. And that's what we see now, a lot of scattered outages all throughout the territory. Um, so we have our crews going from one to another, uh, just trying to get those repaired as quickly as possible. Miss McCarley, you understanding um, the inward workings of, of the city and even the electric company far more than I do. Do you have any questions for Miss Lacey or something that you think the uh, that, that Lakeland should know right now? Well, I think, um, first of all, I want to commend um, Catherine Lacey and her whole team. And I can't say enough about 
the team at Lakeland Electric moving as quickly as they can. You highlighted that two-thirds of, of the um, people that were without electricity, you know, from that 63,000 have now been restored. And I think maybe, and I don't know, Ms. Lacey, if you want to talk about this, but those pockets that we're talking about, um, you might want to talk about how precarious it is for our teams to get in there. So if you have, I think this goes into storm prep, Pastor, as you asked earlier, if there are vines or um, growth around your power lines, there's a reason why Lakeland Electric comes out and cleans those mm-hmm. um, and asks that we personally keep them clean as well, because that's what hinders us a lot of times. But Ms. Lacey, if you want to highlight uh, maybe why some of those pockets have occurred and, and why that might just take a little longer. That would be helpful, I think, for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing to know about that is the way that we restore power so we can get it done as quickly as possible is we go not from who got out first, but who can we get on in the biggest area. So if we can get a 1,000 customers on with one job, we're going to do that job first and then work our way down. So unfortunately, if you're the only one on your street that doesn't have power, it may be a couple days before we yeah, get out. Yeah. We're going to work our way down numerically. Um, and then to her point, when there is a lot of debris and unknown around uh, your power lines and power poles, it does take extra caution. Uh, but I want to say if, if you're a customer and you've got a downed wire and there's trees around it, go, don't go touch that. Right. Leave you it know, to the professionals. It's not safe right now for you to be clearing trees and vines. And then the last thing would be, I'm going to use some real uh, nerdy terminology here, but we're going to call it the weatherhead. And and if you have overhead power coming to your house, there's going to be, it looks like a big tube that goes up on the side of your house Mm -hmm. called the weatherhead. And if that got damaged, since it's attached to your house, it's part of your property. So you need to have a, an electrician come out and make a repair to that. That way, as soon as we can roll our trucks there and get power to you, you'll be prepared to receive that power. Wow, that's good advice. I, I'm uh, somewhat familiar with uh, with what you're talking about. I've repaired uh, or installed those before, and so I'll talk about my, that more just a little bit on the back half of the program. You won't be on the air with us, but um, yeah, get those uh, things done so that uh, when the electricity is restored, it's ready to go for your house. Uh, my brother-in-law had some lines taken down. It ripped it right off of his house. The power electricity was restored to his neighborhood, but they could not reconnect his house until that repair was made, and he ended up being two weeks uh, that was a few years ago. He's learned that lesson. Um, ladies, I, I would like, if it's if it's acceptable to you, just to pray over you and our city workers um, and using you in proxy of all the rest before we take this hard break at 530. We have 60 seconds before we have to take that break, if that's all right with y'all. Well, thank Father you, yeah. God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we just say thank you for your hand of protection over this region Uh, We do pray for those that were deeply affected by this storm, uh, that you'd give them peace and comfort and strength and even wisdom in dealing with these things. Lord, considering wisdom, I thank you for the wisdom that our city leaders have and that that you would give strength um, and, and, and courage and all the things needed for all of these workers running out there and uh, just making our lives better and easier. We thank you for their hard work. We thank you for their expertise. We thank you for blessing our city with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Miss McCarley and Miss Lacey, thank you so much for being on the Ask the Preacher program today. Um, the storm has passed, but you guys be safe out there.
Thanks. You too. Thank you so much. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Folks, you've been listening to Ask the Preacher. Um, this so far, some very special guests, Sarah Roberts McCarley from the City Commission, Mayor Pro Tem, and then also Catherine Lacey from the Lakeland Electric, giving us some uh, updates right here on the Ask the Preacher program. So I hope uh, that you have learned and gotten some good information. Stay tuned. We'll have more to come right after this break. Now let's get back to the second half of Ask the Preacher, your weekly chance to have Bible questions answered. It's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's John Freed. Hey folks, I'm glad you're listening today and uh, I hope you fared very well through this storm that has now passed us. And uh, we've been talking today with some city and, and local government leadership, which I am, have been very impressed with the response, uh, all the wonderful people that do amazing things. And um, so on the on the uh, program now from Polk County Emergency Operations Center, we have Mayan Nelson, who is the community communications director of the Polk County Emergency Operations Center. Welcome to the program, Mayan Nelson. Thank you so much, John. It's my pleasure to be here with you this evening. Yeah, you guys do an amazing job. First, I, I just want to say thank you. I, I think it's, um, it's, it's very easy to forget that all of you have your own homes, your own families, your own things to take care of, and yet you focus on take caring, taking good care of the rest of us, and I want to say thank you. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, John. God is good, and uh, I personally was blessed and only having power out for a couple of hours, and uh, went home last night for the first time in two, three days, Oof. and uh, I didn't have any damage at home and trees to have to worry about cleaning up, so uh, that, that that's that's way of God's protecting me and letting me do what I do for everybody else, so uh, thank you for the kind words. Yeah, absolutely. Polk County is, uh, is pretty large, uh, so the emer- emergency management uh, operations covers uh, quite the territory. And so uh, the first half of the program, we had some uh, City of Lakeland leadership, Sarah Roberts McCarley, and then also Catherine Lacey from Lakeland Electric uh, joined us. Uh, but uh, you have information concerning the broader area around Lakeland, um, Winter Haven and Bartow. Uh, they got, Bartow got hit pretty good. Mulberry got hit pretty good. Uh, tell us what's, uh, what, what do you think people that are listening right now need to know the most? I know your time is limited. Sure, John. What we want to uh, urge people to do is to um, be smart about how they do their cleanup, their pickup. Don't overdo. Uh, sometimes it's it's easy when you look at something that's daunting and you're middle age or a little older to start thinking, well, I've got to dive in and clean up. And the last thing we want people to do is overexert themselves in trying the cleanup effort. Pace yourself. Take your time. Think through what you're doing to get rid of the debris that might be in your yard or uh, any fix-it jobs that you might have to take care of, because your life is a a whole lot more important than getting garbage to the curb. And uh, so pace yourself a little bit. We want people to know that beginning Monday, we have more than 40 um, haulers coming in from outside the state who will be focusing on picking up all of the debris caused by the hurricane. They'll be picking up all the, the sticks or the trees and the leaves and the things that are the vegetative type, If you have um, construction damage from your home, siding, gutters, roofing materials, those will all be taken if they're curbside. And if, unfortunately, flooding might have gotten into your home and you have appliances that have been ruined and they need to go, well, those need to go curbside, too. We're um, encouraging people to be patient. Uh, Everybody wants everything picked up 
right now. And, yeah, I uh, want to know why it's not done yet. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, exactly right. And the big the big challenge with that is that we have to um, we have to take care of our regular customers with their daily garbage service. In addition to and all their of recycling this. collection, yes. So yeah. to keep those haulers focused on the day to day, we bring in the folks from outside the state in order to help with the big stuff on a one-time pass. Okay, so these special pickups will start on on Monday. Do the people need to separate yard debris from uh, construction debris? Absolutely, absolutely. Please uh, keep your regular garbage recycling and yard waste separate from your your hurricane damage because if people start to commingle hurricane debris with the regular garbage, the gar- regular garbage people might not pick it up. So do keep your materials separated so that it makes it very clear, this is my everyday stuff and this is my hurricane stuff. Uh, the hurricane stuff might sit there a week or two, uh, but it, they will come. And um, they, uh, we encourage folks to, to uh, go to the county's website, polk-county.net, or follow our social media because we'll be doing updates every day uh, in those areas to uh, allow folks to know where the trucks are so they can kind of, again, pace themselves and know when they have to have things at the curb. Okay. And can, I, can I share one other thing? I Any, really like anything to you want. Anything. Okay, John. Thank you very much. The the sad part uh, in our world today, and we've had some calls here um, at the emergency operations center, is that um, the scammers have made their way to Polk County. Oh my my. Yeah, um, and, and so for anybody that looks like that that their home might from the curb appear like they had some damage, uh, people are coming in and they're wanting to trim their trees, or they're coming in, and the, the hardest part for us. To, to stomach right now are these people that are knocking on the door and asking to come in to see if um, a resident might have hurricane damage inside their house. Well, I'm here to assure you and uh, your listeners that's not going to be no. the case. Um, and and anybody that knocks on the door and says um, I'm I'm from the county and I'm here to help you uh, with any damage to your house, please, um, uh, folks. Take your time and uh, stop and ask to see credentials because your city officials or your county officials will clearly have ID badges that state that they work with the city or the county. And the only reason they'd ask to come into your home is if you have roof damage. Okay. Otherwise, we don't need to be there. So That's not normal camera. for you guys to do that. That would be extreme. You would be able to see damage from the outside before you guys would ever approach a home and ask those questions. Absolutely correct. We would not ask the question unless we can see visible damage to a roof uh, from the street and want to come in to, to be able to do a thorough damage inspection so that we can get FEMA reimbursement for the residents for getting their work done on their home. Okay. Well, uh, coming up after you, we have some uh, FEMA resource information that, that will be given to us. But I, I want to ask you a question about um, Polk, Polk County here. Um, there are certain areas, obviously, in Polk County that were impacted uh, far more than others. I live in North Lakeland. Uh, Bartow was impacted far more than North Lakeland area was, was impacted. Um, tell us uh, some of the people that may travel down, down I-4, um, go across 27 over into the Orlando area. Uh, all of these areas that, that we have, where should people maybe avoid right now if, if, uh, if they can? Um, and, and give us some, some opportunity for others to lend a hand and assist in, in how they might could go about doing so. Sure. Uh, the, the worst area really is, like you said, 
Bartow. Uh, there are still areas of the county, and Bartow included, where the big danger is is stoplights. We had, uh, Bartow still has most of the city without electricity. Uh, Fort Meade still has a lot of challenges with um, lack of electricity right now, and that includes stoplights at, at intersections. And so drivers need to really be careful uh, at those intersections when they're seeing oncoming traffic to know that uh, you treat a, a, an intersection with no stoplight working as a four-way stop and proceed with caution. So uh, avoid those areas if you can in, in the southern part of the county, uh, Fort Meade Frostproof, where there's no electricity and it uh, it's a little more dangerous. Also, still a lot of fallen trees in that area. And uh, there are some side roads that it's really down to one lane. It makes it a little bit impassable. But if people are going through on 27, they're going through on 98, they're going through uh, I-4 and some of the bigger intersections uh, or the bigger uh, roadways, they're they're going to find an easier way to pass. Just stick mostly to the main thoroughfares. Stay on the main thoroughfares and don't go sightseeing through the small roads. Okay, uh, a question came in with this uh, concerning concerning yard trash pickup. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, live show. Can't do anything about it. There you go. Let me help you out. Go ahead. If you are in unincorporated Polk <coughs> County and you are a customer of Polk Waste and Recycling, uh, we started today with full service again for all of our pickups. So beginning again, uh, well, and two, they will be picking up some uh, bulk waste and traveling around the county over the weekend to pick up some areas that might have been missed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for things that might be left out at the street. If somebody sees one of the yard trucks pass by picking up with that grapple, you know, they're picking up large piles and they didn't have their stuff out there, is it over for them or will that truck be coming back? That truck will come back. So multiple the times these trucks will circulate the county and, uh, until everybody is pretty well serviced. Uh, what is our yes. time period? People need to have stuff out how soon? I would say uh, the, if, if someone is in Lakeland uh, where there wasn't as much damage, they probably have about another week before they really need to have stuff at the curb for, for us to pick up. If you are down in in Frostproof and in um, Fort Meade and along the the county line towards the Hardy County line where the most damage is, they're going to start down there because they know that there's going to be several passes. Mm -hmm. And so our primary focus will be the southern part of the county, but there will be trucks in the municipalities as well doing some circulating. But that all starts on Monday. And again, if somebody misses the first round, we'll be back. Mayan Nelson, thank you so much for what you do. And if you would, on behalf of all the listeners and myself for the Ask the Preacher program, spread the word to all the people that work in emergency services for Polk County. You guys are excellent, and we appreciate you very much. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, John, and God bless. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Folks, you're listening to the Ask the Preacher program. We have a about a two-and-a-half, three-minute break, and when we come back, we'll give you a little bit of uh, resource information uh, in case you need some assistance following up on the backside of this storm. Stay tuned. And now let's get back to Ask the Preacher, where if it's a Cat 3, now you really do have to care. Right, John? (laughs) Well, uh, 
I hope people would care, whether it's a smaller storm, a bigger storm. Um, I tell you what, uh, you can care for people, but don't take care in the sense of anxiety or fear. Fear has torment. The scripture is very clear about that. So never be motivated by fear. It is okay, and it's accepted or ex- expected to be motivated by faith. Believe God. Don't be motivated by fear. Uh, we've had an amazing program today, folks. Uh, some some great advice to you from some uh, people in the know. Miss Sarah Roberts McCarley, part of the Commission of the City of Lakeland. Uh, Miss Catherine Lacey, she is the Communications Director or Media Director for uh, Lakeland Electric, telling us some information. Great work by Lakeland Electric here in our area. 63,500 customers without power or without electricity um, right at the storm time. And then they are now down to 21,000. So they've accomplished two-thirds of outages so far, and they are quickly on pace in the next uh, maybe three or four days to getting everybody online. Uh, we had Miss Mayan Nelson from Polk County Emergency Operations Center, the communications director there, uh, giving us some some great advice uh, concerning cleaning up your, your house, your yard. Uh, pace yourself. Don't overdo it. You're not in a hurry. There's time for this. Um, don't drag your feet, but don't don't rush. And that Monday, stuff will uh, the trucks will start coming around to pick up debris uh, at the curbside. You need to separate the debris. Put the yard debris in one big pile. Put the, uh, the the house debris, if you had two-by-fours, plywood, shingles, those types of things, put those in another pile, um, you know, carpet that might have gotten wet that you've ripped out, whatever the case might be, put that kind of stuff in a pile, and then keep your regular household garbage, you know, put it in the bin. If you had more than the bin, keep it near the bin. Uh, keep that stuff all separated so that the pickups can, can take place. And don't worry, if that truck rolls by your house picking up yard debris, it will come back again. But as she said, the areas that were um, least affected by the storm, those areas will be picking up probably a little earlier and not as uh, not as extended period of time. But the areas in Bartow, Haines City, Frostproof, uh, those areas that were Mulberry affected pretty badly, um, they they will be picking up for for some time now. But pace yourself. Um, again, uh, from Mayan Nelson, Polk-County.net, Polk-County.net, and don't spell out dash. Actually, press the little key there. Polk hyphen, you could say, hyphen, Polk hyphen, nobody knows how to spell hyphen anyway, polk-county.net um, for that information concerning um, the, the the trash pickup and what's going on in the county. All right, well, as I promised you, we have a little information. Miss Wendy Algren, my friend, hello. Welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. So good to have you on air with us. Um, folks, I, I need to me. give a little disclaimer here, um, just so you, you don't get upset with us. Miss Wendy Algren, she does not work for FEMA. She does not work for any emergency management places. She is actually our children's church pastor at Believers Fellowship Church, and I'm excited that you're on the air with us today. Yes, I am. I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. So I want to give the disclaimer just so people will know. However, you um, you love to research um, legal things and help people uh, as much as as acceptable uh, with with just some of the knowledge that you've gained and giving people the right. Uh, resources. You are you do not give legal advice. You're not authorized or permitted to do so. But you just simply direct people to to resources. You you like doing that. Um, 
So you have researched some information concerning FEMA, uh, food recovery programs. Uh, so, folks, if you've lost electricity in your house, you didn't. maybe you didn't have a generator, maybe you did, but you've lost some of the food. Uh, Miss Wendy, tell us uh, some, some of the resources that people can go to to begin to gain assistance or help. Sure. So the program that they have in place for the state of Florida uh, is not only for food, um, but it is also for the homeowner, the renter, or the business owner that has had damage. However, you have to go through your insurance first if you're a homeowner or a business owner. Okay, so if you're a homeowner or a business owner, what about if you're a renter? Do you need to go through your insurance now, first? No. If you're a renter without renter's insurance, they will cover your property inside, that is, your clothing, your furniture, your food, your property. They recommend that you take pictures and dispose. So they don't want you keeping these, like if your mattress got soaked. Yeah, they don't they want, want you keeping you it in that out. house and getting the house sick. Okay, so where would people go right. to begin to find information, uh, uh, what they would need to gather together, and how to actually apply for some of this assistance? Okay, so to begin the application, simply you need your name, social security number, date of birth, and the address of the location. It is www.disasterassistance.gov. Disasterassistance.gov, G-O-V. Disasterassistance.gov. It is hot. Highly important, after I spent about 45 minutes on the phone with FEMA reps, that you scroll down towards the bottom of the page, and you have to find where it says Florida, and click on Hurricane Ian, because if not, they can source it to Kentucky or Puerto Rico or any other disaster that FEMA is servicing at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So does it, for, for those in our local listening area, disasterassistance.gov, and then scroll down to Florida and choose Hurricane Ian. Um, now, on Correct. a personal note, uh, just this is my view, and Wendy, you can speak to your view, and we only have about uh, 80 seconds until we're going to have to transition off the air. Um, you know, we got all these people in Fort Myers and in, in, uh, in these other areas that were hit really, really hard. Uh, is it is it necessary? Do, do we need to wait to apply for assistance? Is there enough or should we hold back? You say, you know, I only lost a little bit. I'm going to leave the assistance for some of these people who lost a lot. What is your thoughts on that? No, they're going to cover everybody. They have it sourced by the urgency of need. So if you're without shelter, you have presidents. And okay. they have a budget for that. If it's your, your groceries and your furniture, they have a budget set aside for that, which is completely different category. Okay. So if, if, you, if you legitimately need uh, some assistance on these things, then um, don't feel bad about applying. There is a system in place, um, and, and the resources will be spread to all of those in need. Miss Wendy, thank you so much for all of the, that you do at Believers Fellowship, um, even in providing lunches for work crews on a regular basis. <laughs> Today's lunch was amazing. Um, and then just your willingness to research these things and, and help people as, as the need arises. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Well, folks, uh, I, I hope you have enjoyed the program today and um, been blessed by the information. Um, I want to I want to close with sharing a, a verse with you real quick before we go off the air, and I don't have much time for it. But um, you know, there's a lot of people who are hurting in Florida, and then a lot of people who are saying, "Wow, we prayed that thing away." Well, we didn't really pray it away. It, somebody else got hit with it. But here's here's this Romans chapter twelve, verses fifteen. Rejoice with those that rejoice. Weep with those that weep. Live in harmony with one another. Don't be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. So here's what I want to tell you. Hey, listen, if the storm went by you and didn't affect you at all, congratulations. Praise God. Rejoice. Be happy. But take that joy, that strength that comes from that joy, and help those that are in need. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believer's Fellowship. I'd like to invite you. Look us up online, probably the easiest way, believersfellowship.com. Have a good weekend. God have mercy on me.